Hello, and welcome to the VJUI podcast. My name is Maria Uloco. This month, we have special guest Dr. Christopher Waite to help review the article. Dr. Waite is a urologic oncologist who trained at Cleveland Clinic for residency and the Mayo Clinic for Oncologic Fellowship. He has a specialized interest in the use of artificial technology application within the field of urologic oncology. Dr. Waite, take it away. So I'm Dr. Christopher Waite. I'm a urologic oncologist at University of Minnesota. And uh, I was intrigued by this article, uh, the current status of artificial intelligence applications in urology and their potential to influence clinical practice. This is a review article by uh, Dr. Chen uh, with senior author Dr. Andrew Hung. And I'm excited about this article because it is, I think, defining the uh, many applications of artificial intelligence that we see coming into play, particularly in urology. And I have some research interest in this area as well. Uh, This article focuses on uh, a broad overview of where AI is being used. And for those who are not aware, uh, artificial intelligence is already starting to be used in natural language processing, where these complex algorithms try to make sense of narrative data, such as the medical record. Uh, There's some really exciting stuff going on in computer vision as these high GPU processing computers are able to understand and classify images. And that's where I have some of my own research, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But they're also making uh, inroads with AI and predictive analytics and quantifying and predicting patient outcomes, which leads towards individualized medicine. And um, just in terms of terminology, artificial neural networks and deep learning And machine learning are all forms of AI that are used to create these algorithms. And uh, they go through and have a lot of nice tables in this article that show the various applications and and the clinical scenarios in which they are involved. Cancer is the predominant um, disease process in urology where AI tools have been deployed, but there are also some interesting uh, work going on with kidney stones and hydronephrosis. So I think it's a really good paper, a, a good sort of general overview into the various applications that can be served, uh, serve as a good reference point for people who are interested in this field and want to get a, an idea of what is going on out there and uh, maybe identify the parts of artificial intelligence that may be interesting to them. Um, The reason I'm interested in this is we've been working on AI as well, particularly in the line of computer vision. I'm a urologic oncologist, as I mentioned, and uh, particularly interested in renal cell carcinoma, which images very well. And it was known that computers were getting to be quite effective in classifying images. So there was a large study done over a series of years called ImageNet, which was a Uh, a repository of initially 1.4 million images and a thousand classes. Uh, This expanded to 14 million images and the classes ranged from things like dogs and cats and they even got more specific. Sometimes you had to tell the breed of dog and they would show these pictures to people and people would try to classify and say what the picture was and then they trade deep, deep learning algorithms. And in the first year of this sort of man versus machine man, uh, the the human error rate was only 5%, the machine error rate was 35%, but over each successive year, the machines made advances and humans didn't make any advances, and in 2015, the machines passed humans and were 
better at classifying random images and identifying what was in the images than people were. Well, that's really intriguing because um, in kidney cancer, we know that images um, of kidneys show up quite well, and we know that when we have designed scoring systems such as nephrometry to quantify what is in that kidney tumor, when we add in those details about location and how central it is over size alone, we get more information and it becomes more predictive. And the thought is that if if we get more data by adding in a few data points, what if we add in all the data points? If we completely quantify that digital image, would we be able to get even stronger predictions and, and witness a like um, a similar result in that the computers would surpass humans in terms of predicting what will happen to patients with a renal cell. So we organized an international challenge this year at the Mikai Conference, which is a medical imaging and uh, conference hosted in Shenzhen, China, and we released 210 annotated CT scans with each slice designated whether there was kidney on that slice of the right kidney or the left kidney or a kidney tumor. And we released these to the general computing world and, and clinical world and had a challenge to see if they could use deep learning uh, to predict on a new set of 90 scans to outline automatically the kidney and the tumor. And it was a, a really great way to do research. We coordinated the research of hundreds of researchers around the world and had 106 teams submit a prediction model to us. And... Uh, each one, each team said they worked between 100 to 200 hours on this problem. So really, it's like 20,000 hours of artificial intelligence research. And the exciting news is the winning team, who turned out to be from Germany, um, Fabian Insensi and his team had a spectacular result. They replicated human-level proficiency in identifying the kidney uh, and were just slightly below human-level proficiency in identifying the tumor and this is really encouraging because this is the first challenge of this sort with only 210 scans. Uh, we think that we give a few more scans to these computer algorithms and they're going to be able to catch up to humans in a short, short period of time. So what it means is that if you feed in a CT scan, the computer can outline the kidney and the tumor with pretty close to human accuracy and do it in a matter of seconds. And that leads us to be able to calculate a lot of parameters about that patient and that tumor and make predictions about how things will behave. So in the future, I think we will continue to develop these algorithms, both in computer and MRI imaging. There was a similar challenge with prostate MRI at the same conference. Uh, I, th I think computers are really going to aid us in identifying areas of concern. I think they're is still a long ways to go before they'll ever replace us, but I think they will be our, our teammates and, and give us a lot of detailed information that is hard for us to quantify and put together and allow us to treat our patients in a more personalized way.